Hey everybody, it's Maylee Thomas with Texas Homegrown Music, and I've got an incredible guest today. My good friend, extraordinary guitar player, and just an all-around incredible human being, Andy Timmons. So sit back, get ready. I don't want to take up a lot of time on this. I want to get to the interview. Before I do, though, I'm going to sing a song that he actually wrote called Don't Bring Me Down, and I recorded it on my latest record. I'm going to sing it for you right now, and then we're going to come back and have a lot of fun with Andy Timmons talking about all of the things that he's been doing in the last five decades of playing music and what he's got for the future. You guys are going to be excited. I know I am. Andy Timmons in the house right here on Texas Homegrown Music, and we'll be right back after this song.
Well, hey, everybody, it's uh, we're back with my guest, Andy Timmons. Hey, honey, welcome to the show. <laughs> hey, Maylee, so good to be with you. It's, uh, yeah. yeah, I mean, and we're in the same town. So this, Weird. this yeah. is so fun when um, when I get to go to people's homes or their office or their yeah. cars. Um, you know, COVID took this yeah. program to um, remote. and. Yeah, sure. And I, at the time, I was like, "Oh, so skeptical about it," because I, you know, I'm not the most uh, tech savvy person in the world. Right. I've always had someone else do that for me, mm-hmm. and uh, and it forced me to to learn some things. And yeah. it actually opened up a better door and a better window for me to have guests because I can get the, to them wherever they are. And for you, you happen to live in the same town, but I, um, I'm, <laughs> I I'm still getting to see you inside your little room yeah. here. Not a, not a bad way to go though. Yeah. And the same, it was the same for me. It's like, you know, because all the gigs went away, we all had to kind of get a a bit more tech savvy. You know, we, musicians have been getting there slowly, some more quickly than others, just for doing remote recording sessions. So they can, somebody can send you tracks, you record your tracks at your own studio. And it does able, it, you know, enables that kind of long distance collaboration that, you know, wouldn't, wouldn't have been possible, you know, however many years ago. But yeah, especially with the, with the lockdown and everything, you know, I got pretty savvy quickly on with the help of Rob Wexler down the street, who's uh, always been my, my tech support and, uh, or tech doer, I should say, you know, I'm kind of like you are, I just always preferred to be the artist, come in and somebody else take care of all the technical stuff. But yeah, I was able to do, start doing live stream concerts from my studio here. And uh, over the pandemic, I did about 150 of them. So you guys, I got, I have experience now, you know, that I didn't have before. And so even now that things are opening up and we are, we're all back doing gigs, I can still do this because I got, you know, people tuning in from all over, not just from, you know, the States. So it's a, it's a neat way now to be able to reach, you know, a worldwide audience on a consistent level, like you're doing with your, your podcast, you know, people anywhere in the world can tune into you. And uh, what a great, what a great thing to be able to, to have out there. So thank you for including me. Oh, you know, um, well, you've been on the show a few times, but I'm I'm real excited about this particular one because we're Mm. talking about a new record that you just released. And and I I, I do want to go back to one thing. We'll we'll recap it as well. But I want you to let people know the platforms that you're on, because you you started really early on um, doing these shows on stage Uh, it. And um, of course, I, I noticed that it was crazy how many people jumped on board um, after they saw what yeah. you could do from the you know comfort of your own yeah. home. And, uh, and, and it's sure. been really great for you. It has, it was a, it was a blessing, you know, obviously in a very dark time in, in, in the world, it, uh, it was, I was able to keep making music, but also, you know, it really gave people something to look forward to. Now, I don't say that egotistically. I just know that the the people that started coming to my shows, a lot of them came to every single one of them. And part of it is obviously I'm there to to play, put some music out there in their heart and soul, hopefully. And but they, you know, there's a message board, and so there's a lot of friendships that grew from from just coming to the shows. It's like going to a church, going to a concert. You're there with like-minded people and you want to feel that energy. Well, this is new though. We're all sitting in our homes, but they couldn't be together. So so for them to have that opportunity to be together to, you know, Hey, we dig this music and Hey, where, where are you? And they'd have these chats going on, you know, 
And so there, there really was a bit, you know, for lack of a better term, a community that grew out of that. And I'm sure that happened just with, you know, so many different artists that, 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 that were able and fortunate enough to, to get the technology together. Though anybody can do it from any of their, like just a laptop with a microphone and, and camera on board. You know, I tried to make it as high quality as possible and, you know, really got my audio and video chops together. But uh, yeah, you know, and I'll, and I'll continue to do it just because why not? <laughs> well, and that's good, what's yeah. exciting about it. Now we're um, things are starting to open up again and we're ha- we're getting, yeah, to, you know, see one another, which is great. And I, you know, me, it's I've beautiful. always said I'm I'm the kind of artist that likes to be there and feel the energy of the room. And it was oh, really hard absolutely. on me when we, we couldn't do that. But mm. I'm so grateful that we did have that opportunity. And I have to say, kudos yeah. to you, Andy. You were one of the mm. early ones mm. that I thought really captured <laughs> um, a great sound because I've seen some. And 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 don't get me wrong. I, I love I love what? getting to see people in their, you know, in their home and all that. But there's been lots of times yeah. that I've listened and thought, oh, I don't know. No, I, I'd rather put nothing out than have it sound like that. <laughs> that was, that yeah. was for me. Well, it, and it, I, it, it was, yeah. But learning curve for everybody. And yeah, I'm, I'm sure hopefully whoever that was, they, they got better and better at it. But even, even in the, not the most uh, optimal state, it, at least there was that connection, you know what I mean? And, uh, but again, I, I had to thank Jared, uh, Jared uh, from uh, Bowling for Soup, who Jared Reddick, who I just saw, you know, advertising these gigs he was doing. I, I just, you know, e- emailed him through uh, Facebook or whatever. He said, man, teach me how to do this. And he did. He very graciously you know, introduced me to the people at the company and got me going. And like I said, well, through Rob, helped me get the technical end of it together. But anyway. So yeah. if you guys are, if you're listening and you're yeah. not familiar with the platform stage, mm. get familiar with it. We've got tons of great artists that yeah. are on there. And Andy, I know you're doing it. I know Rob's doing it with his. Um, he's been you doing know, a bunch too, yeah. Yeah, he's been doing it as well. He's and, had John, um, John Christopher Davis has been on a couple times too on his his gig yeah so yeah so, lots of lots of amazing lots of amazing people on there and uh and you're going to be playing at the sanctuary on our our place yes. on friday of the 10th gigs. of june and yeah. uh, and so if you guys are if you're listening from somewhere else and you can't be in mckinney i not it's going to be a sold out show and i think we're pretty close to sold out now but you can stream it and you can go online. So go to Guitar Sanctuary, look under concerts. You'll see Andy Timmons coming yeah, up on really Friday so. the 10th and get a streaming ticket because it. we just spent a lot of money on better lighting. And I don't know if you've done a show in there since yeah. then, have you? No, I did. I honestly did. When we did this, the CD release for the new record called Electric Truth, um, I, I I put a band together to specifically play that material. And so we did. We saw the the new lighting and uh, it really, really enhances the experience in, in a great way. So thank you guys yeah, for doing well, that and having this amazing venue in McKinney, Texas, you know. Well, and, we, uh, we did it so, specifically this, this, for people like uh, you, as you know, because you, well, you know, you're and, Georgia's and number yeah, one guitar player. Well, and but all, but then what you know, and everything that uh, everybody that Brian Meter has helped bring in too, that such a you know, musician and specifically guitar centric group of artists that don't normally play North Texas. And so he's brought so many great people in there and just what a fantastic uh, facility. So, wow. anyway, but the, the, the upcoming show for me on, on June 10th is the Andy Timmons Band. And we're going to do just all kinds of material, old and new, but I'm actually opening for myself. I'm going to do, I'm going to do a solo set of, uh, uh, solo guitar pieces that I, I do occasionally, everything from Chopin to Queen, 
and oh, some wow. original tunes. So, uh, well, I, I know I've heard some too. of that and I know what's in store. So you guys <laughs> don't want to miss out on that. So be sure to go to Guitar Sanctuary, uh, thank, get your live you. stream. And if there's a few tickets left, yeah. grab them. But um, let's talk well, about yeah. this electric truth um, that you just put out yeah, literally just yeah. a few weeks ago. Mm. Um, tell me, yep. tell me well, what was the eight, impetus yeah. for it and how long um, did you work on it? And tell me who, who you have playing with on this record. Yes, this whole this whole project was just just uh, born out of a, a telephonic friendship. I introduced myself to a great guitar player who has played the guitar sanctuary called Josh Smith. And he was a guy, he's a guy that he's kind of steeped in blues, but he's also rock and country and jazz. He's just one of these guitar players that kind of encompasses the beauty of the electric guitar in so many great ways. And I was just seeing him online. And so I, I don't even remember how I got his number, but I just, you know, was seeing videos on YouTube. I just reached out to him and called him and just said, man, I just want to say I dig your playing and really, uh, really enjoying your band. And he says, oh man. And so we just kind of became friends like that. And he, you know, in the, in that process of getting to know each other, Hey man, I just finished my, my dream studio. I built a studio in the back of my home and come out and record. And, you know, and you know, Maylee, we get asked and, and Hey, let's get together and let's, Oh yeah. Let's, and you know, nine times out of 10, the intent is great, but you maybe never have the, uh, the energy or the time to do it. But some just told me, yeah, I, I want to work with Josh. This would be great. So as, as we talked about it, uh, I, it just kind of came in my mind that I just want to go out outside of my group, just have him produce him, put the players together. Cause I just, I always, you know, enjoyed the band. I saw him play with when I, when I saw the live videos and his records sound great. I said, man, look, I'm going to come out as the quote unquote artist. You produce, you put the band together and let's just have some fun. And so let's both write tunes. We'll write together separately, whatever. And so I just started writing some tunes. He wrote a couple things. And so the next time I was going to be able to be in LA was for the NAMM show 2020. So this was January. If those that don't know, it's a big music convention that happens annually in January. It used to happen annually in January before the pandemic. So I go out, we have two and a half days and we record the record. Essentially, you know, we, he and I had a half a day to get charts and arrangements together. The band comes in the next two days, we record everything live. And then I was going to, I was going to come back uh, in March to do, you know, re-record some solos or, or complete whatever wasn't completed, take another couple of days and we'd have a record. Well, of course, nobody went anywhere in March 2020. Um, that got shut down because of the pandemic. And so, so then basically it was like, well, let's just ride it out, see how it goes. So the record sat for for a while. Then I said, well, I'll just, I'll just finish up in my home studio. I'll send tracks to you guys, and then you guys can mix. His, this great engineer he works with named Alan Hertz. So it was Josh Smith as producer. He played guitar on one track called Johnny T that he wrote. But the band is a great German named Lamar Carter, who's now playing with uh, Joe Bonamassa, which Josh Smith, I should point out, also plays with Joe Bonamassa and produced, produced Joe's new record. And the bass player is the great Travis Carlton, son of uh, my hero Larry Carlton. Larry great Carlton, guitar yeah. Yeah, so Travis Carlton is the bass player, incredible. And then um, Daron Johnson on keyboards, who has played with everybody from Miles Davis forward, you know, just one of these guys. And they were the most, you know, I, it's it's interesting because there, there, there's there's great musicians everywhere. But it's it's a different level of musician that really can, you know, feel things in real time in the studio together. And, and they all had such great knowledge and experience. And then I, I, I immediately felt a member of this this band. You know, it's like they're coming in to interpret the songs that, that I've written and Josh has written. 
And, but it was just, there was no discussion about feel ever. It was just a matter of, oh, where do we need a kick or where's a, you know, it, it, it was, it was so easy. And I think it really shines through in the tracks. Um, the, the lead off track on the record is called EWF, which is, it's like a, a an homage to Al McKay and Earth, Wind and Fire. And that's all live top to bottom. Solos, wow. everything just happened in the room and you can, wow. and you can feel it. You can really yeah. feel it's one thing to record separately, but it's when you have that connection with musicians on that level, it can be really special. There was a lot of moments like that on the record. Um, so th that was the band. Again, Josh played on, only on one track. And then uh, the great uh, engineer, Alan Hertz, who's an incredible drummer actually in his own right, but he's the one that mixed and and uh, and, and got the sounds for us. And I, I'm really pleased with the sound of it as well as the, I like the songs and I like, it was just fun. You know, of course I love you know writing and recording for the Andy Timmons band and recording with my band, but it's always great to get into a situation where you're not in your comfort zone and you're doing something different and challenged in another way. And I'm constantly like the red coach record that I did a couple of years ago with the, you know, Matt and Greg Bissonette. And that was a whole different thing, but it's such a joy to be a part of because it's something I wouldn't write on my own, but love to be a part of. Right. Well, I'll tell you what, Randy, it's, um, it's a refreshing to have another record by you, of course, always, uh, but um, especially coming out of what we've come out of um, with, you know, being locked Ooh. down for so long. And now you get to go out and actually you know, uh, share your music with the world and in person. Yeah. And we'll talk about some of those shows that you've got coming up. But for right now, I want to play a yeah, track sure. off of that record called Grace. And yeah. um, and it's such yeah. a beautiful tune. I know everybody's going to love it. And we come back, we're going to talk about, I, I mean, you're just doing so much, which you always have, <laughs> but you're embarking <laughs> on all kinds of things. And uh, uh, I want to share yeah, with our right listening on. audience exactly where they can find you because there's nothing cool. that you can't do. Mm. I mean, you have cut, you yeah. have covered the genre, about my that. friend, from blues to rock <laughs> just, to country uh, to, just, I mean, I, the only thing I haven't heard you do yet is, um, well, I, I'm, I'm not even going to say it. <laughs> You'll probably end up doing it. So probably, probably a reason. Good Lord, who knows? But thank anyway, you. I'm trying. I'm just trying to trying to get better. You know. I love this guy. You're listening to Texas Homegrown Music, of course, with Maylee Thomas and my friend and um, just an incredible favorite guitar player in the whole wide world, Andy Timmons, and a new track called Grace from his uh, Electric Truth record that he just dropped. And we come back. We'll talk about some more adventures that he's got going on right here on Texas Homegrown.
So we're back with Andy Timmons. And Andy, uh, tell me the story behind Grace. And uh, I think you have something something special you want to share with us. Yeah, it, there, you know, there's it's, it is an instrumental track, as those that have just listened knows. Um, and, you know, a lot of people always ask, well, what's what does this song mean? You know, what's the meaning? Sometimes music is just music for music's sake. But a lot of the tunes I do write that are instrumental are usually born out of some kind of inspiration or experience you know from real life either either something that i've experienced personally or have you know heard about or a friend has gone through or something in the current events but i'd gone to see uh the Jimi hendrix experience tour which you know they have these great Jimi hendrix tribute tours that happen almost every year there for for quite a while where Janie hendrix uh um, jimmy's half sister puts together these you know big productions of all these all these great guitar players playing Jimi hendrix music and uh and uh, and frequently on these tours is Billy Cox, you know, the uh, one of the, Jimmy's lifelong friends. They played together when they were in the service in Tennessee, and then ended up, you know, calling calling Billy Cox up when uh, Noel Redding left the group, and he became part of the Jimmy Hendrix Experience and the Band of Gypsies. So just a really really great bass player and part of uh, part of, part of Jimmy's legacy, right? So of course I want Eric Johnson's playing and uh, you know, Chris Robinson from the Black Crows and maybe Kenny Wayne Shepherd and. And even uh, like get Zach Wild this point. So going out for this great and Buddy Guy was there. Oh, wow. uh, another funny story about that. I'll tell another time. But uh, so I just went out to really with the the hopes of seeing Billy Cox, maybe meeting him, right? Because just because that's the kind of guy I am. I love to shake the hand and say thank you and get my Band of Gypsies record signed. So I went early, and uh, there and there's Billy at the at the merch booth before the gig, just hanging out and taking pictures and signing autographs and chatting. And his wife Brenda was there with him. And so I talked with Billy for quite a while, but then I, I started gravitating towards Brendan. She's just this lovely soul and we were just getting on so great. And as I, as I like to do whenever I encounter people that have been married a long time and they, she, she casually had mentioned they've been married over 50 years. Wow. And uh, I know you, you and George have been married a long time. Yeah. Uh, Monica and I are going on 26 years. So you must nice. be on 29 years. Yeah. Well, we've been, right? and we, you know, we were together for three years. <laughs> legally yeah. like you know just not with the papers so 31 years of, of right. that so. 31 years yeah it's so i love to when you know i i just looked at it, i said well, what's come on knowing that there's no real answer but i, I enjoy the answer i guess so what's what's the secret and she just dropped her eyes and looked at me and she said she said grace <laughs> And uh, right, amen, just, brother. So, amen. No, amen. To, well, because we all know the path is not perfect, right? Yeah. And so I, it was so deep. And she, in the way she said it to me, it really impacted me. And I literally went home that night and wrote this piece of music, which is clearly Jimi Hendrix inspired. And, I, and so I just thought in the back of my mind, well, whenever I get this finished, you know, which and that was many years ago. So I, so I had that track written before Josh and I talked about doing a record, but I thought, ah, this would be a perfect song for this collaboration. The band will be right for it. And they did. They, they knocked it out of the park. So once we got the record um, uh, mixed and everything, I sent Brenda and Billy that track and they really loved it and, it, and received it with what, with the intention that I recorded. That you you just, just the beauty, just the beauty of a, a, a life spent together uh, and, and stay together in that, and that faith and that, that uh, forgiveness and that love that it takes to do that. So anyway, that's the, that's the spirit behind that tune. And uh, I was well, just so know, gratified Andy, that they loved it the way they did, you know, <laughs> you've always been very good at taking an experience and being able to um, bring it to life through music. Um, you've done that in, in, in the, you, you realize that we've known each other for 34, five years. I mean, yeah. 
yeah. you know, I tell the story a I lot about so. how you First, and I played a gig together in the late '80s. <laughs> <laughs> and um it was Beethoven's so there was, was the first one was Beethoven's at bar on Northwest Highway. Yeah. Right? And then we did that gig outside the, at uh, the village where um the, <laughs> where, the guy we were playing with Cobb was being down dropped down on a crane. <laughs> <laughs> I mean it was we were we were gigging, you know. We were gigging. <laughs> All of these experiences add up to who we are. You know. Oh my gosh. That's why when I'm telling you, I tell this story all the yeah. time, but when the uh, movie came out with, um, oh gosh, you know, the puppet show, uh, uh, Spinal Tap, oh, when Spinal the movie Tap. Spinal yeah. Tap came out, everybody else thought it was so funny. And for me, it was like, gosh, it just yeah. hit home. Yeah. <laughs> hey, there's another one. I think I just saw they're making another one. There's a Spinal Tap 2 coming out. So Is there? Well, is, that I, and then, the rocker, the rocker always speaks to me as well. Okay. There's so many scenes in there, but, but, but I think, yeah. so yeah, well, we got to go see it then for nostalgia. I reasons. would love to go see. I mean, I've loved all those, that whole series of movies from best in show, but I really love mighty wind almost as much as spinal tap. Oh, I do like, too. <laughs> it's like the folk, the folk music, you know, spinal tap. I just so beautifully done. And the songs are great. They're writing all their own tunes and playing. So anyway, they're yes, very this is, this is rating the music movies with Andy Maylie. <laughs> yes. Well, <laughs> two um, thumbs up. Two well, up. My, my point in in all of this is, you know, it's all of those experiences that, yeah. that that keep us centered and make life fun. And for me, anyway, I no, for sure, I I, I wouldn't yeah. change a thing. There's so many, so many great Amen. experiences. But you know, you've been really great at writing songs out of out of experiences mm -hmm. that we've seen not just in person our personal life um you know i'll yeah. when i remember when your friend's daughter died and you wrote a beautiful song about that and i remember mm -hmm. when you um when layla was born you came to this to the actual hospital yeah. and played a song for me yeah. in the midst of of um that was i'm know, sorry that was that was rain that was rain Rain, but the rain uh, was okay. the one that I, yes, I it was that, rain. He's, right. your, he's your first, and yeah, then Layla the tune. I rain, think and I, then Layla, you did later. You had a song <laughs> that, that you did. Everything's gonna be all right. Remember? Well, I did. It, yeah, but the two part for those that haven't heard it. So I had, I had, I had an instrumental tune that was it was Layla part one and two, and it was a really pretty, yeah. you know, up, a kind of up tempo tune. Then going into this kind of Pink Floyd proco harem kind of vibe and i invited you to come sing on a track you had no idea what it was you did you didn't know what you were yeah. walking into and i said okay i've got this chord progression i just want you to sing everything's going to be all right just sing it in with, the, with your heart and you were a very nine months pregnant you were you were on the microphone <laughs> yeah. holding holding layla in, in utero you were holding her and singing in the most sincere way everything's going to be all right Aww. And when I finished, I was, when you finished, I was in tears. It was one take all the way through. And then I let you know what it was for. <laughs> and it was, I, I, I couldn't have cap, I couldn't have captured it any other way. And I just thought, well, this is the, the most beautiful. What, what, what do you get for your friends that have everything? Well, okay. I'll just, I'll write some music. <laughs> and that, and that's, that's actually something I've, I've done. Well, you've done, you've done that many because, times. You've yeah, done that I, many times. I loved it. You've it's given like, Christmas. I, I remember you gave Christmas cassettes one year. That's how long you've been oh, doing yeah, that. Absolutely. And, and, and um, swinging Christmas. <laughs> yes, yeah, I remember. Because I never had and, money. I never, I never had money growing up. You know, I had to, I had to do it out of like, well, this is, this is all I could do. But it turns out now that like, okay, maybe that was the best thing I could have done. Even with all the money in the I'm world, glad I did, I'm glad I did that. 
That's um, a better gift than anything you can song. buy. Don't forget, sep- I mean, don't forget September. When you and, and when you and George got married, I wrote song. September. I know. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I, yeah. So we're yeah. Isn't that I, funny? That's that song. Yeah, and that song lives on. I mean, people really love that tune. It, it was never really intended to be released on a record, but eventually I put it out on, on some compilation, and that's a that's a favorite tune of some of my fans. They yeah, you know that. what? And now so, that you mentioned think, that, I'm going to play that song on today's show. I'm gonna we're gonna we're gonna put that on all right. the, on the show today because be, um, I had honored, I, not that honored, I had yeah. forgotten about it, but I but I would love to to yeah. have that and let people hear what we're doing. And sure, and sure, just sure. very quickly for those listeners out there, so so Andy. And I have done so many songs together and we did we've done records together we've done a Christmas record we did passion together um so you know I I have a very personal obviously personal connection with this guy but I I feel so (laughs) very very lucky that we've been able to share on this journey together and I'm watching you just take off Andy and you just continue to blow me away you're you're now doing an adventure with um the late I'm uh, not the late, the great uh, Stan Lynch um, on Speaker Wars. Yeah. And you guys just released a yeah. single. Tell me about that. Mm-hmm. Well, this was, yeah, one of those things where you just can't imagine that something like this is going to happen. But of course, our mutual friend, John Christopher Davis, is great singer songwriter. He'd been in Nashville many years and had a lot of success and ended up coming uh, to and settling down here in McKinney. And he's done some music with you, and I'd done maybe a couple of gigs with him. But he had a long relationship with this, the great Stan Lynch, who uh, was the original drummer with Tom Petty and the Heartbreakers, and then went on to produce a lot of stuff for Don Henley and a lot of the people after he split from the Heartbreakers. And anyway, um, John said, hey, you know, Stan Lynch is coming to town. He and I are writing a record together, and would you play on a couple of tunes? And they, Stan's going to come and play drums. So the thing to, to, to understand is like after he parted ways with the Heartbreakers, he really he wasn't playing drums to, to my knowledge. Now he'll, he'll have to tell his own story, but it seemed like he kind of removed himself as being a band member and just really um, focused on being a producer, which he, again, he had a lot of success in. So, so anyway, it, it, it was settled that he was going to come play drums. Could I, could I bring my old set of Ludwigs down, which is just to my left over here, this lovely 1966 set of Ludwigs because I'm a Beatles Ringo fan. So I brought my drums down. We set them up in Rob Wexler's living room, just two doors down from here. And, uh, John had played rhythm guitar already, so he 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 borrowed my bass, and I took my guitar rig down, and we played this track called "Never Ready to Go." And as we're just getting sounds, and I've got my amp in the room, and there's Stan Lynch on the other side of the room, and I'm getting chills thinking about it. And he's just sitting there playing, and he has the biggest smile on his face. I'll never forget this moment. The fact that he's just beaming, clearly loving this experience, and I'm playing my guitar. I brought this old vintage 1960s epiphone very kind of funky old vintage rock and i've never felt many drummers that way like i did that day as far as just the just a a very very close connection of vibe and you know i'm very particular about about drums um throughout my career right and i've been very fortunate to play with a lot of great drummers but i instantly recognized this is effing great this is this is real rock and roll you can't analyze this you can't put this to a grid but what what i'm feeling right now I haven't felt many times with many other drummers, let's just say. And so, but then it, it all, I think it came up in conversation that he really hadn't played in a band since the Heartbreakers. Wow. Like, and, and, and some other, some other things came up in conversation. We were having this lovely chat at one point in the day and he was telling me the story where he was at the rock and roll hall of fame, maybe the night that the Heartbreakers were inducted. Right. So this is a rock and roll hall of fame member, but he's sitting at a table next to 
one of the writers of Holland Dozier Holland, meaning this really famous songwriting trio that that wrote, you know, just some of the great Motown hits. And he was sitting next to the husband and wife of one of these great artists. And as he's talking to the wife, you know, she was intimating him. Yeah, he kind of he kind of feels like people don't remember him or people don't don't, you know, uh, love and, and remember what he did. Right. And that that stuck with me as he was saying this. And then then he and I, after the recording sessions, you were stayed in contact for a while through emails. And I thought, that's the way you feel about yourself, isn't it? He said, yeah. Yeah, I think he he had been away from that life. Like it was like a former life, you know? And I said, buddy, you're the, the furthest from being forgotten. Trust me. Just just watch Running Down a Dream, the, the great documentary about Tom Petty and the Heartbreakers. Yeah. Just, I mean, just such a, gr- a great, huge part of that sound and that band. And so many uh, important comp- uh, contributions. So the fact, I mean, so so now fast forward, you know, they finish this record and they're getting excited about it. And they, um, they start that uh, John and, and Stan asked me, Hey, you, you know, if we, if we think about getting out and do some shows, would you do it? And I, I didn't even blink. I went, yeah, absolutely. Cause I love John as a guy, as an artist, as a writer, as an energy to stand next to you on stage and freaking Stan Lynch. Are you kidding me? Yeah. So ironically, you know, he had, he hadn't had much of a relationship, I think over the years with Mike Campbell, I, you know, who knows how things go with relationships and bands and things get heavy, you know? especially with that much success, et cetera. And just who knows what, what goes on with interpersonal relationships, but they had mended the fences over time. And then, so Mike Campbell needed a drummer for his band, the dirty knobs, cause his drummer couldn't make it. So they went and toured together. And that- so he kept, he kept, he kept referring to it in interviews. Like, okay, you know, John and Andy, I'm, I'm practicing. I'm getting ready for the speaker wars. I'm out here. And so I got to see them when they played in, in Dallas, they played at the great trees club down at deep element. So there's Mike Campbell and Stan Lynch playing together. Like, like a minute hadn't passed, you know, oh. and just watching Stan, just he's just feeling that thing that he he it was such an intense period of life where that 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 was one of the biggest bands in the world and that music still lives on today. So to see him back there enjoying it and feeling that oh yeah this is it you know because it had it had to hurt when they parted ways man that there must have been quite a it left quite a mark so it's great to see him out there playing the drums I can't wait so we're gonna get together in July and. uh do some rehearsing and put some, put a show together and try to do some stuff just to, you know, put well, see the, the wheels stay on. Right. The, the, the excitement is growing for sure. Um, I've been talking to John about it. Yeah. And when I found out that you were going to be joining them with speaker wars, I was like, that is so <laughs> awesome because it's a, it's another whole audience. Um, you know, I, you, you sell yourself yeah. short Andy because you have a following and have mm. had a following for years and uh, mm. especially overseas. I know you've got so mm. many people that, yeah. that love you and can't wait to see you on tour and yeah. just having your name associated yeah. with the speaker wars is going to open up a, another audience for them. So they're, they're smart as well. It was a, it was a really good move. on everybody's <laughs> part. That's the way well, I look at it anyway. I- no, and I, and I, and I see the beauty of that I do. But for me, it's, you know, especially at this point in my career, it just has to be something that I really want to do. Yeah. You know, um, yeah. right. I mean, if I've had offers from other bands that could have led to bigger, huger, whatever, but I thought, am I going to, am I going to enjoy that? Is that what right. I want to do? Yeah. So, exactly. And, but it's also as importantly with people that you dig. So mm-hmm. we're looking forward to, to get, we're going to get together a week in July and start g- getting the, getting the, the feel for it. You know what I mean? And I'm really looking forward to it. So yeah, well, a lot going on, you know, with my own band and, and then the speaker wars and but are we going to play them a track, right? Yeah. We're going to play ready to go, which they just released. Uh, um, speaker Wars just released. Yeah. And I know that it's, it's already gotten some airplay on the Tom Petty radio um, out there. Yeah. 
Yeah, I, I know that, and um, the, and I'm, I'm just excited series, yeah. for you. I'm excited for John. I mean, I'm oh, such a you. big fan of John Christopher yeah. Davis, as you know, and well, um, for both yeah. of you guys, and to be able to well, do you guys this. have done some great songs together. Yeah. We've done some things as well, yeah. and um, and then for Stan yeah. to feel yeah, like right. he has another a career that he can launch off. Yeah. You know, I, I mean, I we're in a, we're in a time now where people love to see us play for a long time and there's no reason why we should put that kind yeah. of, um, you know, stop on ourselves. I'm, I've, I've been going to see uh, uh, reunion tours of bands and they're in their seventies, oh, yeah. their eighties. I just saw yeah. Dylan and, and I just saw Willie just yeah. last month. Um, so oh, I, I, for I, just one, saw I just saw McCartney. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's so, 80, well, that's yeah. what I'm saying. Yeah, Along with it. thousands and thousands, millions, I'm sure, of other people that still want yeah. to see people oh, play live. Sure. So I'm excited no about doubt. this. It's so, so we're going to play uh, with the Speaker Wars, Never Ready to Go. I'm with Andy Timmons. He's yeah. playing on this track. He's going to be touring with them when they start touring yeah. later on. I'm, they're talking about mm. it at the end of this year. They're going to drop this whole record then as yeah. well. And when we come back, we're going to talk about mm. some more things that Andy's doing with this trio and all kinds what? of stuff. So you're listening yeah. to Texas Homegrown yeah. Music with my guest, Andy Timmons, and we'll be right back. Here we go. Ready to go by the Speaker Awards.
Well, I know you guys are enjoying this interview, and if you're not too bad, because I am, <laughs> so we're back. And um, really important here, yeah. yeah. And um, you know, I do want to, I, I do want to say one thing that I think is really cool, Andy. Yes, you know, especially because we, mm. you know, we've watched ourselves um, have children, and now uh, Alex just graduated yeah. high school, which just blows my mind. And um and I literally watched you have children. <laughs> yes, you did literally watch me have a child. <laughs> Hello, Layla. Yes. Yeah. Anyway, that's another story. <laughs> that is another story. Um yeah, I yeah. we almost sold tickets to the event. We probably should have. But there was enough people in the room, that's for sure. In fact, I've played to less than that in a show. <laughs> so <laughs> Fair anyway, enough. Right. nice so little segue. To be continued right? on another program. Yes. Yeah, exactly. Um, <laughs> you have got to be so happy that Alex, after all these years, has now oh, taken yeah. up guitar playing. This is a crazy thing. So my son just turned, well, he's 18. He just graduated from high school. Thank goodness. And um, yeah, I, just throughout his life, of course, everybody would ask, so when's he playing guitars, you know? And he would get asked all the time, but you know, this, the bug hadn't bitten. And I, I always had a guitar in his room just in case, you know, but I wasn't going to push him because nobody, you know, suggested or insisted on me picking it up. I just loved it and had to do it. But one day I start hearing, and there hadn't really been any, any rock and roll coming out of his bedroom for many years. But then one day I started hearing like Slipknot and Pantera and I went, this, this is new. And, uh, he, the, yeah, he had a buddy that was playing drums. The next thing I know, he wants a guitar and he wants to learn. And he was holding it like the most foreign object ever. And I tried to show him a couple things in the years past, but I said, mm. he has great rhythm. I, I recognized that early on as a kid. He could keep time really great with, you know, I had a record player in his room and sticks and boxes playing along with Ringo and Bobby Graham. And so, but he started picking it up and it was, it's just crazy how quickly and how really solid he became very, very early on, especially with like the, like a, he's a huge Metallica fan and, and Megadeth. So that really aggressive kind of down picking, you know, heavy rock guitar, he's like really great at. And so I signed him up for lessons uh, with Scott Stein over the Guitar Sanctuary. He was a, you know, a, a longtime friend of mine that's really, you know, really great at the heavy rock guitar and a really great teacher. Yeah. And I'm a dad and I'm a teacher, but, you know, sometimes with your child, it's maybe not always the best match. So, so Scott, you know, is teaching him the foundational stuff. And then I, then I help fine tune some things with my, you know, observations. And he's, he's coming to me with, you know, questions occasionally with well, check this out or how do I do this? Or, but he says to me like this, like, like a year on, he goes, that isn't a great, we have the same hobby. And, you know, <laughs> he was right. Even though, yeah, but he knows like, okay, we, we, you know, we have a roof over our head because, but at the same time, it's, it is, it's, this is, and you know me, my, most of my life where, what else do I do? I don't, this is it. This is my hobby. It's a profession at a certain point. So I just thought that was a really beautiful thing. And I feel real blessed that, you know, but now there's two guitar players in the house. It gets loud. Oh, I'm imagining. I'm not going to tell him to turn down. Am I, What you know, yeah, he'll get plenty no. of that later. But you know. No, I, <laughs> I, I was sound. so thrilled gotta... when, uh, when I found out uh, that Alex had picked it up because, yeah. you know, I mean, it's, it's always been so hard on George to have four kids and none of them really, yeah. you know, Layla's a little bit into it. She's, you know, she's more yeah. into the singing and she's, she still plays yeah, some guitar and rain. Voice. Unfortunately, rain, you know, rain, he's rain, a natural yeah. and he, yeah. he could have really yeah. 
you know, and still does, you know, yeah. he, in fact, it's really funny. He's, you know, the skydiver, the, you know, he's the adrenaline mm-hmm. junkie in the family. And uh, he even said to me a couple yeah. of weeks ago, was like, mom, you know, I really wish I would have played guitar. I said, dude, it's not too late. You know, it's not too late. Your dad didn't right. even Amen start playing yeah. until he was in college. So, you know, it just That's depends right. on how much you have a passion for it and how much you're going to play. But uh, I'm just, I'm just thrilled That's, for you. That's the whole thing. I'm, hey, I'm really well, thrilled for you. That. Yeah, it is. <laughs> you know, that that you and Alex share that now. And um, and yeah. is he going to be going with you? Are you going to Nam? You know, I'm not. I think that's this weekend, actually. Yeah, so I think it it's is. a little it's late. Kind of yeah, weird. I wasn't planning on it. I'll continue to go in in future years because I went for pretty consistently from 1986 forward. I yeah. I made I may have missed one or two pre pandemic. I may have missed one or two just from touring or whatever. So it's been a big part of my life and my career, and a lot of the relationships that I have to this day were formed there. And that's what it's always kind of been. It's like. You know, some people are, it's all about, oh, I got to check out all this gear or they're trying to get endorsements. But for me, it was just social and things just happen the way they happen. But um, yeah, so not not this year, but uh, hopefully in the years as things get relatively back to somewhat normalcy and yeah, we'll get there. But yeah, it's, but it's, it's so busy now too with all these other, with the record coming out and, the, and all the, the stuff happening. So and are you, this wasn't um, in the cards, but we'll get back to it. So what have you got coming up, Andy, um, with your trio? Are you doing some touring later on this year? You got some dates that you want to share with us? I've been even, I, yeah, I've got, but it's all pretty much either camps or just a few dates here and there. I have, yeah, I'm just avoiding any lengthy times away from home. I just want to be home with my family. I've been very, I think very spoiled from during the pandemic years. It's for all of us. Nobody had been home this long. Turns out I like it and (laughs) and I haven't been kicked out. Yeah. So I've got, I'm doing three shows in the UK with some dear friends, uh, Daniel Steinhardt and Mick Taylor. They have a, a online YouTube show called that pedal show. And okay. they're two of my dearest friends and gear junkies. And so they have a band called that pedal show band. And so they come and they have guests come over and I was supposed to play, you know, in 2020, but got canceled. I was doing a whole UK tour starting at the cavern club. They said, you've never been to Liverpool. You must come. So that kept getting rebooked and rebooked. But now, so we're just doing three shows at the end of June. You can go on andytemmons.com to find the dates. Then I do a guitar camp in Verona, Italy, right after that um, with Frank Gombali and Tom Quayle and Marco Sfoli, some really amazing guitar players. A guitar camp is where we do four four days and nights of teaching during the day and concerts at night and people coming from all over to come learn and play and, and have a great time. And I'm doing the same thing. I'm doing the same thing in the States in Pomona, California with Paul Gilbert and George Lynch and Greg Cock and Greg Howe and Jared James Michaels and Gretchen men. And that's end of July in Pomona. You can go to, it's called the great guitar escape. I've done several of these with uh, Paul Gilbert. It's just a wonderful, incredibly talented guitar player and really funny and fun individual, great friend. And so you can find out about all those on andytemmons.com or greatguitarscape.com. And other than that, right. I can't think and, of anything. And one more thing I want you to practices. mention. <laughs> yeah. I want you to mention yeah. you have a pedal coming out and um, somebody yeah, oh, yes. in my house well, got mention. one early oh, and yeah. is just bragging like crazy. To... been playing okay. with it every night okay. and enjoying it so much. So please tell people where they can find uh, that pedal and what it's called. That's going to be, so basically it's, it's, a, it's supposed to be top secret until the day it comes out. So this is a bit about why we're playing on June 10th at the sanctuary. Cause that is the day of the re- release of the pedal. People that know me know that I've been working on a particular pe- pedal with the Keeley company for three years. And it's a signature uh, echo pedal, what you're hearing now. And it's a particular sound that I've kind of, uh, 
you know, had as part of my tone for many, many years done in many different ways, but there wasn't a, there wasn't a piece of gear that exists that did exactly what I wanted it to do. And so through Daniel Steinhardt, my friend that I mentioned to you, uh, in the UK, who's just a genius, he builds this switching system I use called the, the gig rig, um, the G3 gig rig. And it's just how I switch all my pedals in and out. He's a genius. I said, who should I collaborate with to come up with this very specific ultimate, you know, signature pedal? He said, Robert Keeley's a guy without flinching. He introduced us and we started this path. Of course, many things, there were health issues, there was the pandemic, but in the last year and a half, things really caught fire and, and they, they're in Oklahoma City. So I went up there about six times, they came down here about six times and we really have come up with something that I think is, for, it's very selfish. For me, it's the ultimate echo. It's a dual echo, it's two sounds. If you're listening in stereo, you hear very spacious, So uh, I won't tell you the name, but it's coming out June 10th. And uh, go to andytimmons.com. You can find all all, all about it. And yes. uh, and you, You're I'm telling you, 10th. George is a huge, yes. huge fan be. already. <laughs> well, we so that's the thing. That's part of the. I mean, this is kind of a running joke with the Guitar Sanctuary. When he was opening the store, he and I were you know really in cahoots about okay. But as soon as we find the ultimate delay pedal, we're closing the shop. <laughs> and so. <laughs> So we're going to have to, we, there might need to be an, an amendment. You're going to have to our, amend our constitution. that. <laughs> yeah, yes. But in case we come up with the ultimate delay pedal, well, we're just going to stay open anyway because it's a really awesome place. Yeah, but, but it was, that was the one. How are they going to get it? <laughs> because we we were using vintage echoplexes and 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 lecture harmonics, memory man. And then we then he and I sat with the timeline by Strymon, which is a great unit, but it does a thousand things. I need one thing. And that's why this new pedal by Keeley is coming out June 10th. So please check it out if you're a guitar echo fan, because I think we've really done something special. Well, it's amazing. Uh, what an amazing time. And I wish, <laughs> we, I wish we had another hour. I could talk to you all day long. Yeah, well, we could, do, we could, do, we could do part two. Well, well definitely. Bring, I'm definitely going to bring you back. And I, you know how I feel about you. I think that you're just probably one of the most Likewise. beautiful humans that I know. And I felt that way oh, forever. Sweet. And I can't wait to do something with you. I no, miss likewise. you so much. And I, and I'm just so grateful well, that you've been it. a part, such a major part of our life, not just our, our music life, but our personal life. And it's, it's very great oh, and wonderful to be able to share in those things. And I'm, I get all sentimental now that I'm getting older and after 35 no. years. Well, we, being it's together and it's it's a beautiful thing know, so right? we're gonna play slips away um, right now and um and i just yeah. want to say thank you so much and people if if he's <laughs> not a regular on your listening um you know stations whatever however it is that you download or get your music he needs to be because andy timmons is a major uh, part of our life and a major part of our music life so check him out andy timmons.com you're going to be you know, if you if you google that if you gts that <laughs> google that stuff <laughs> just put it that way <laughs> i'm learning yes um it, it'll blow your mind so just be ready to scroll forever uh, Anyway, thank you, honey, for oh, being on the show. Texas Homegrown Music Thanks, with Bailey, Bailey Thomas you. and my guest, Andy Timmons, for playing Slips Away, and we'll be right back.
personally loved that interview and I learned some things about Andy I didn't know and I thought I'd I thought I'd heard most of it but uh, I gotta say we're talking about a talent that's not only incredible guitar player but he's a producer he's a writer and he's just like I said an all-around wonderful human being and I just love Andy and I I love the fact that I've gotten to share some music with him in fact we've got some we've got some work out there if you guys are interested at all I've got a release with him, a record called Passion that he and I did together, and also a Christmas record called Here Comes the Sun, S-O-N. So uh, check it out. I just got to tell you, I look forward to this show every week. And on the heels of TMR 26, which we just had, Texas Music Revolution, 
I've gotten to see and hear a lot of new people that I hadn't heard before. This next uh, next session I'm going to have is from Nathan Wells of Ottoman Turks and uh, those cats I'm sure you guys are familiar with, especially if you listen to our station at all. Um, they play a lot of their stuff, but I'm looking forward to that interview and I'm looking forward to being with you guys again. So peace out, everybody. Remember to love life. You get out of it what you put into it. Thank you to Guitar Sanctuary, to Tupps Brewery, and also to Jason Burris, uh, Injury Law, for making the show possible. And we'll see you guys next time.